around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, and that is exactly what we're all going to be hearing at 7.57 p.m. Eastern Time tonight in Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome back for Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, May 6th. We are here in the New York City area. It is just after 4 p.m. in the U.K. where Rudy is visiting family on this coronation weekend that we talked about last hour uh, as he's over there in the U.K. And as we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you, well, we are about to take you out to Churchill Downs and today's Kentucky Derby. That's right. Later today, the 149th edition of The Greatest Two Minutes in Sports will happen. It's been some week in Louisville, Kentucky, with several horses passing away and several set to race later today getting scratched including race favorite Forte, who was just scratched this Saturday morning on the day of the race, unfortunately. But with all that said, the race will go on. And if you enjoy horse racing like we do, a fun part of all of it is the call to post. And since 1995, one man has been responsible for that at Churchill Downs. Steve Buttleman is the official bugler. We last checked in with him on race day in 2018. Steve's a big part of the tradition of the race. Off to Louisville and Churchill Downs we go on that show hotline. You know, and we're, listen, we're all living in a very different time you know, than the last time we spoke with Steve. But thankfully, the Kentucky Derby remains unchanged. So good morning, Steve. Nice to have you back with us. We know it's a busy day for you out there today. Thank you. Happy Derby Day, everybody. Well, thank you very much. Really appreciate that. All right, so listen, before we talk about the 149th Kentucky Derby, you know, just like will happen before the horses run, I think it's only fitting for you to play for us the call to the post, and then, you know, we can help you warm up a little bit for what you've got coming up today. Oh, that sounds good. Steve, we like wow. that. It's, all, it's going to only be even Fabulous. louder, and, and just the excitement of that track you can feel from Churchill Town. So as Robert said, hopefully you're getting in some good practice with us. Thank you so much, Steve, for doing that. So let's talk Churchill Downs. Beautiful racetrack. We've seen numbers saying you're going to have over 150,000 people there today for the race. I love all the fashion, the style, the hats. People, of course, know about all the mint julep drinks. You've been doing this almost 30 years, Steve. I know you do other races as well, but what is it about the Kentucky Derby that you really enjoy the most oh boy it's hard to put my finger on it because it encompasses so much um, it involves the whole community um, it really uh, like you said there's so many facets to it uh, the bourbon the roses the fashion um, you know the people and and getting to share that with the people is fantastic um, there's excitement you know it's the first leg of the triple crown so it's John Asher, my friend, used to say on Derby Day when they're walking from the paddock uh, to the racetrack, you can feel the energy. Um, 
anything is possible. A triple crown is possible still. And you can just feel the energy in the air. Yeah. Rudy, do you have any thoughts? Steve, yeah, Steve, uh, I don't mean to be negative here, but worst possible scenario, you wake up one morning in Kentucky every day, and you just can't get out of it. You're just so sick. What would the Kentucky Derby do? <laughs> oh, I've got uh, three capable uh, buglers that uh, could step in at any moment if I if they needed to. Yeah, but Steve, that would be like you know the a, a quarterback for the Super Bowl showing up, and I can't go on game day. You would just <laughs> listen. I think you know, short of you having uh, terrible pneumonia or something, you're out there, uh, you're bugling. Uh, no question about it. So let's talk about this. You know, Forte, as Mary mentioned, you know, a it was a big favorite today. Uh, just this morning, we heard we got word that uh, he's been scratched. I know there were some issues on Thursday, and when he ran this morning, they decided not going to run today. I saw a segment yesterday on Fox and Friends. To, uh, they were talking up two. Phils, maybe now that two Phils is somebody to watch. Angel of Empires, another horse that I'm hearing a lot of chatter about. D- do you ever get to bet on the horses yourself, Steve? If you do, have you ever won big? Um, I can bet. I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but saying that, I actually have hit the pick six. Um, whoa, but, whoa. Well, you know, I spent like $400 in bets to get it um and it paid like eight hundred dollars because the pot was so big everybody in the world was betting on it so i'm you know ended up making like three or four hundred dollars but well, listen, uh, be- that's better than it vegas better than it, than it was so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's doubling your money doubling your money in one afternoon that's not exactly. bad exactly yeah but i gather you've you you've you've expended on other Kentucky Derby. Do you bet on any other races other than the Kentucky Derby? Um, yeah, it just depends on if I have a feeling or if I um, <laughs> like a horse or like a name or like a, a run into somebody and it's like, oh, that's a, an odd occurrence. So maybe I should put some money on that horse. Um, All right. So for today, like though, a, with, with what I just mentioned with some of the horses, do you have a favorite today that you think folks around the country should just see? You know, even if they're not betting, maybe that they want to pay attention to today at 6.57 p.m. Eastern when the race kicks off. Well, I like Angel Empire and Tap It Trice. Okay. Um, but, uh, boy, it's uh, almost wide open this year again. Yeah, they definitely going to do a parlay. You're going to you're going to do a parlay. You're going to do a pick six. What are you going to do? Or bet on just one? Uh, probably do an exact box. Exactly. All right. All right. Listen. So okay. before we let you go, Steve, you know, I think to get all of us ready again for today's run for the roses, give us one more last call to the post. We're going to do the second time to help you warm up. All right. Thank you. Don't exhaust. And I hope now. you guys have a great Derby Day. All right. So let, let's you hear too. the call to the post. Thanks very much. There we go. Steve, thank you so much. Steve, listen, we appreciate it. Happy Derby Day. At some point, we're going to actually find a way. We're going to bring the show there. We're going to do all this live, uh, and we'll have a lot of fun together. I appreciate that. So great great day day ahead for you today. Uh, I don't know. Bobby, any thoughts for you? Any horse that you're looking for now that Forte's out? 
Uh, I can't remember who uh, one of our reporters at NFL Network, Ian Rappaport, owns a horse. So I'll just say that one, which I don't. Okay, remember all right. It is. So I don't know. Right now, uh, you know, Angel of Empire. I, I, that, that's one I've heard hear a lot of chatter about. And Steve just said that. So Rudy, um, listen, uh, you, could, I, you know. I don't know anything. I have no idea even who's <laughs> running. I'm paying attention to, yeah. but it was I, it's good good to give Steve a chance to practice so so he'd be in shape for. Yeah, unless yes. it's going to sound a lot better being there. Obviously, he's doing it into a phone, and you know it's a little more challenging. I bet but, he's uh, going to rest up tomorrow. All right. Well, listen. Uh, today, Kentucky Derby Day again, six fifty-seven p.m. Eastern Time tonight, folks. When we return from this quick three-minute sponsors break, America's first concierge will join us live from San Francisco. Keep those radios locked in. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsors break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Have you tried the innovative Helix Sleep Mattress yet? Well, they have over 12,000 five-star reviews and nothing beats a great night's sleep, the kind you get with Helix. Helix offers customized mattresses that fit your sleep needs because they know everyone is unique. They deliver right to your door free of charge, and you can try them out in your home for 100 nights. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders right now. Their best offer yet. Go to helixsleep.com slash carry or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. With Helix, better sleep starts now. A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel. Or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Looking for peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance? We'll look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call CarShield today at 800-451-7776 to save 20%. That's 800-451-7776 or visit carshield.com slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at ironworldtravel.com under sponsors. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit amawaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives travel news sponsor links and so much more you can also connect with robert and mary and the rm world travel show team now back to america's number one travel radio show well from today's kentucky derby to lake clay door concierges that's where we are headed for today's personal connection segment and this portion of the program is sponsored by travelguard.com slash carry when you travel sometimes things can happen that we don't necessarily see coming in today's world travel insurance is important for a successful trip yes it covers missed 
canceled flights, but it also covers a lot more. So don't take your chances or put your investment or well-being at risk. TravelGuard.com slash carry is affordable, and you'll thank us if you have to use it. You know, whether your next adventure is a long or short getaway, international or domestic, some of the things that it's going to cover for you include trip cancellation, interruptions and delays, translation services, lost or delayed baggage, there's prescription replacement, medical expenses and evacuations, passport or ticket replacement, roadside assistance, you got flight and hotel rebookings, and you're also going to have somebody available to you 24-7. There's a lot more. Get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com slash carry. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. If you're a fan of hotel concierges like we are and you appreciate what they can do to make your stay better and in many cases truly exceptional, you should enjoy today's personal connection with America's first concierge, Thomas Wolfe. He's the founder of the U.S. Division of the Esteemed Lake Left Door or the Golden Keys, a professional association of hotel concierges. Here's Tom now joining us on that show hotline. Well, and out to San Francisco and the Fairmont Hotel, Mary, we go. Hello, Tom. Nice to have you aboard with us today. Hello, Robert. How are you today? I am very well. I hope things are uh, going swimmingly well in San Francisco today. Absolutely. I'm looking out on California Street and the cable car just went by. Uh, We'll probably get another one. So if you hear a little ding ding, that's uh, our (laughs) native means of transportation. Yes, it is out there. Well, I love that. So, all right. So I want to set the stage for everyone. At the start of your career, you were working in the hotel industry in Europe. And, you know, you were with brands like Ritz Carlton and the Hotel Lancaster in Paris. And those experiences helped you learn firsthand the level of service a concierge could provide. Fast forward, you came back to the U.S. in the mid 70s. You took a position there with the Fairmont in San Francisco. Share how your career took off from there. Well, I came back uh, loving the whole idea of the conciergerie and unfortunately didn't exist in this country. So, you know, I couldn't go apply for that job because there just wasn't one there at the the time. Lo and behold, uh, along comes Richard Swig, the owner of the Fairmont, one day. I'd been here about three or four months, and he says to me, Mr. Wolf, I know you have European background. And I said, yeah, I worked here and there. And Anyway, uh, bottom line, he says to me, you know, I'm trying to start a concierge program here, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that, that was opportunity pounding on the door right there. So uh, that's how it took off. Well, sometimes like, the best jobs, they find you. You yeah, don't find well, them. Well, I personally want to thank you for being the first concierge in America, because <laughs> thanks to you, we have the U.S. Division of the esteemed Lake Left Door, which is the network of concierges. So, Tom, between your, your job as a concierge as well as starting that network, since you're in our personal connection segment today. I really want to hear how this career, because really what you do is you're helping people have, you know, make dreams come true when they travel. You're, you're indulging all kinds of special requests. How has it affected you and what have you most enjoyed about the position over the years? Well, you kind of gain a huge amount of knowledge. And uh, Dave Garraway, who you folks probably remember, and not everybody might remember, but the original host of the Today Show, he liked to say that he was a generalist. He knew something about everything. So I can't mm. discuss how to do uh, brain surgery, but I do know where my corpus callosum is, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and so having knowledge about everything is one of the things that I love. And, you know, even knowing, like, uh, having been to so many places in the world, I can visualize them when somebody says, you know, I lived mm. near uh, Red Cliff Square. Well, I know Red Cliff Square. I lived right there, you know, and 
that that's part of the fun of it. And, well, uh, always learning. Yeah. And, yeah, interesting. And, and being able mm-hmm. to share that. You yeah, know, so any long-tenured concierge that Mary and I have encountered with all of our travels, they all have stories to tell. Right? And I'm sure you have some <laughs> wild requests over the years. But before we get to that, a concierge is there for every traveler, whether it's to arrange, I don't know, it could be flowers being sent to a room for an anniversary, landing that hard-to-book restaurant reservation, you know, coordinating travel uh, for car or air or whatever. I mean, I could go on. So why don't you share some ways that you think that a really good concierge can help a hotel guest and deliver on that experience of making travel memorable? Well, it starts with the sensitivity, Robert. You've got to be able to almost have a sixth sense for what your client is needing. And you'll probably have some knowledge of uh, their background, and the rest you kind of have to tactfully glean from them. Maybe they had a recent breakup in their relationship. Maybe they, you know, just had a tough time with sickness or something. And you kind of got to zero in on that and find out what can I do to, you know, make things better for that person. That's kind of the sixth sense that is very, very key to creating an experience for them. Because once you know that, then you can latch on to it. Once you find out that uh, so-and-so was a port commissioner in Malaga, as happened the other day, I can put him with a fellow who's a sailor, and uh, he can show him the entire port of San Francisco. Or somebody who is looking for a, a collegiate experience, something to do with universities. Well, that's easy. Gosh, we've got Berkeley on one side and Stanford on the other side, and plenty of others in between. And I have contacts at most of those places. That's the other key to it, having the contacts, having the person you can call uh, when you need that favor. I called an owner of a restaurant this morning because we needed to change a reservation and he gladly did it, you know. So that old-fashioned connection it never should be lost, ever. Yeah, and I hope it never goes out of style. And I would encourage anyone listening, when you check into a hotel that has a concierge, make that connection, right, Tom? Because oh, you never know what, sure. what someone can we do for you. We just did that you. last week in Myrtle we Beach. We always talk yeah. to the concierges. Yeah, so, all right, since we have you here, I have to ask. So, our show friend, Chip Rogers, whom I know you know because he recently, he's with AHLA, he recently did an interview with you. And he asked yes. you a question that I have to have you share briefly with our listeners. <laughs> about the red exotic red car request what can you share <laughs> well i was uh a fellow came up a nice looking fellow he was um staying in the hotel and with his wife and uh he was from a very very wealthy family from a country in europe how's that for being nice and vague mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and he had a little bit of a, a, a task list of things to do you know, book this uh, reservation at a restaurant, fix my airline ticket, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, pretty much everyday kind of stuff that was easy to do. And I, you know, I took it all down. And then he I walked away from the desk and he stopped and did a uh, 180 and turned back and he said, oh, yes, and I forgot one thing. I want to get a Ferrari GTO. And I, I said, certainly, sir, do you have a color preference? <laughs> and he said red, and I said good. Hey, well, of course, you have to be red, right? So go ahead, do exactly. tell. Ferrari made a lot of red cars. Yeah. So I managed to find one. This is pre-internet days, by the way. So, But I still had my my, my little black book, and I, I managed to find it. Uh, Ferrari from oh, he said I don't want to pay more than six million, and uh, <laughs> I found one for six million, 
and uh, they lived happily ever after, motoring <laughs> off into the Alps somewhere. Oops, I gave that away, Oops, didn't yeah, I? Alps, yeah, that's all right. Exactly. What a Tom, great story. Thomas, I, I do love that. That's oh. great. And it shows the level. Uh, so really quick, we've got about a minute and a half with you. You know, a lot of people listening right now across the USA. First, explain to travelers how they can recognize a member of the Claydor Concierge on their travels. And more importantly, uh, you know, if somebody's interested in getting into the field, do you recommend it? Well, it's something that you really want have to want to do, uh, and it, it requires the same kind of DNA as a nurse or a teacher, the givingness factor. If you've got that, that, as far as I'm concerned, is your job requirement number one. I don't care if you speak 17 languages or, you know, you invented the wheel. I want to know how's your heart. If your heart is good, then you've got a really good way to become a concierge. How can we spot a concierge who's a member of Le Clé d'Or? It's easy to do. Le Clé d'Or, the golden keys, they are worn in the lapels, occasionally on the collars of the uniforms of the concierge on duty. And uh, that is a sign, kind of like a Michelin star rating, uh, showing that that person has great knowledge and has gone through an extremely rigorous kind of uh, uh, entry examination and interviews and uh, a lot, a lot of stuff. It takes about a year and a half to become a member. Well, Tom, you're, you're making me think of many people that Mary and I have met. Mary Denis right now, I'm thinking about it, uh, Maison Astor well, his, in France. But his, uh, his colleague is a member. Uh, Stefan. Stefan. Uh, uh, I know he's coming on in a couple yeah. of weeks. So, uh, look, Tom, very nice to connect with you today. We really appreciate it. It's not often you get to be first in your field, so you've built yes. some legacy. Congratulations thank you, thank you. on that. <laughs> we look forward to meeting you when we're out there at the Fairmont at some point in San Francisco, okay? Thank you. I can't wait. All right. Take care. Have take a great care. rest of the weekend. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Robert. See take you. Care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, Mary, he's got a book in him for sure. Oh, he must have fantastic <laughs> stories. We, I can't wait America's to America's first him. concierge. Love it. Listen, any of our listeners out there in San Francisco on KTRB, you know, yeah, go, go, go spend him. a little time with Tom <laughs> at the Fairmont. All right. As we pause for a few important sponsor messages in the bottom of the hour break, up next, Andrew McCarthy is going to be here to talk about his 500-mile walk across Spain with his son. Stay with us, everyone. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel, or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Looking for peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance? We'll look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call CarShield today at 800-451-7776 to save 20%. That's 800-451-7776 or visit carshield.com slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at ironworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. 
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. We're sponsored by LearCarry.com. This segment, well, it's happened again, another bank failure. You know, you never hear anyone saying gold is failing or worthless. In fact, it's currently seeing some of its highest levels ever. Smart investors value gold as a hedge against inflation. Plus, as more countries start to move away from doing business in U.S. dollars, our country, the value of your bank accounts and your retirement monies are at risk. Couple that with ongoing bank upheavals, rising interest rates, and Washington politics, well, Maybe this isn't exactly prime time for America. But with Lear Carry, you can do something to protect your finances with gold and other precious metals. Highly respected financial analysts predict gold prices could soar as high as $4,000 an ounce. And if gold jumps close to that prediction, you're in for a major return. Gold has outperformed the S&P 500 for the past 20 years, and it's a good strategy for protecting your savings in retirement. LearCarry.com offers a risk-free purchase guarantee, 25 years of experience, and thousands of five-star reviews. So why not join us and visit LearCarry.com for more information. Phone is a special gift. Gift. All new in our audience will receive a free one ounce silver bar for every ounce of gold that you purchase. That's LearCarry.com, or you can find the link at RMWorldTravel.com by looking under sponsors. The odds are you know my next guest, the actor Andrew McCarthy. His last book called Brat told the story of his success at a very young age, starring in what came to be iconic movies called Brat. In what came to be the Brat Pack movies which include iconic movies such as Pretty in Pink, San Elmo's Fire, Weekend at Bernie's, Less Than Zero. But as it turns out, Andrew's a pretty darn good writer, too. And his newest book will be published this coming week. It's his first-person story of a five-week walk along one of the world's most famous ancient pilgrimage routes that stretches from France to Santiago, Spain, with his son. The route is called the Camino de Santiago, and Andrew's book is titled Walking with Sam. Subtitle, A Father, A Son, and 500 Miles Across Spain. Andrew, it's nice to have you with us for this Right Stuff segment. Let's start with Sam. Tell us about him and what prompted the two of you to take this very long walk. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. Good to be with you. Uh, I'd walked the Camino 25 years ago as a young man, and it was something I always wanted to do again. And as my son was 19 and just stepping out into his own in the world, I wanted to find a way to kind of give us a new um, a new template to, to relate to each other, not just as father to young son, but as sort of man to man. And uh, I knew the Camino had a way of laying people bare, and I thought it would uh, expose us both to each other and give us a new way to see each other. And it turned out to be the case. I'm not sure if you knew this before you began that walk, but in, according to your book, the experience brought you some realizations about your own life. You described in your introduction to the book, that you've had long had a nagging feeling that you were guilty of what some might call an imposter syndrome, the feeling that you you had success so early and so quickly that you really, really never deserved it uh, at that young an age. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when I was, that was, um, just to interrupt you on that one, I, that's ahead. something that my first Camino uh, really brought to light in me. I, I didn't really realize how I truly felt about that. I just sort of felt somewhat insecure and like a bit of a fraud. And, uh, yes, we didn't have that term imposter phrase back in the day, but it's, it suited me when I was young. And there was something in walking across an entire country that made me, you know, I earned my way across Spain, I think I say there in that introduction. And then in doing so, it, it, it earned me into my own, my own skin in a way that I have to say when I finished that walk, I no longer felt that way. Sam, uh, your son, uh, you've, you've been open publicly and writing and, and speaking about your early drinking that eventually led you into going into rehab. You've been sober for a very long time now. Did that topic come up with your son during your sojourn? Or is that something you talk oh. to him about all the time? Well, everything came up on the walk. <laughs> you know, on day one, when he asked me about uh, 
about being divorcing his mom years ago. Uh, I was like, oh, boy, it's all on the table on this walk, and, uh, which is something we had discussed many times in his youth. You know, I mean, that's a topic that sure. comes back again and again and again and has to be readdressed at every age of development. You know, they have a right to know. And but, yeah, we, we talked about my alcohol and drug use and his, you know, and the, the challenge in that is listening without going, what are you crazy? You know, <laughs> don't learn from my mistakes. You know, one of the luxuries I had on this trip was the ultimate luxury with an adult child, which is the luxury of time, which you usually don't have with an adult kid. Usually they're running out the door, you're running out the door. So often I, I, I just had to bite my tongue and just let him talk. As long as he was talking and sharing his feelings, his thoughts, his experiences, then we were connecting. And that was my goal. And, you know, I drank when I was very young and I felt very isolated and very alone. And um, my son doesn't seem to have the problems I had, but as long as he can communicate about it, I figured that's, that's the name of the game. Was Sam enthusiastic about this from the get go? (laughs) Yes and no. Uh, It's something I talked about, you know, his whole life, he'd heard about it. And then when he finally agreed off, you know, the second he agreed, I ran into the other room got to my computer, bought two tickets, and two days later we were in Spain because I knew he would change his mind. Uh, and on day two, he said to me, Dad, what's the point of this effing walk? And he didn't say effing, you know. And on the last day, he turned to me and said, Dad, it's the only 10 out of 10 thing I've ever done in my life. So uh, the journey happened for him. But he had mixed feelings, I think, at the beginning, but ultimately came to fully embrace it. That is a home run for any parent. That's unbelievable. That's so great. That's so great. I hope I meet Sam someday. Listen, our guest for this Right Stuff segment is actor, producer, and writer Andrew McCarthy. His new book comes out this week, and it's titled Walking with Sam, a Father, a Son, and 500 Miles Across Spain. By the way, if you uh, happen to be in um, live in the New York area, he'll be signing books at the uh, Barnes & Noble Bookstore in Manhattan on uh, Union Squares, I believe, right? Yeah, on Wednesday the 10th. Wednesday the 10th. We'll be right back for a little more conversation as soon as this break is over. Stick around, Andrew McCarthy, on how you might be able to take a long walk. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm going to fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. 
A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel. Or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, analysts, consumer access.org, number 3030. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm going to fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of our award-winning national television program is sponsored by ReliefFactor.com. You know, we all suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation from time to time. We like Relief Factor because it is a 100% natural research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation which is the body's natural inflammatory response function that can cause aches and pains from exercise, overexertion, aging, and everyday living. Here's an email we got from Cindy, a show fan in Plymouth, Minnesota, who writes this, quote, I've heard you chatting up Relief Factor and decided to give it a try. I needed to find something to alleviate constant pain in my back, hip, legs, and wrists. I showed it to my chiropractor who said it had all the right ingredients, and she couldn't recommend anything better for the price. It's been a month. I'm now able to get through my workday where I hardly notice any pain most days. I was also able to return to exercising. I'm now working on my weight, unquote. Well, take it from Cindy and go to relieffactor.com to easily order your three-week trial pack for just $19.95. That's less than you'd spend on a cup of daily coffee. You'll also find the link at armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, before the break, actor, producers, and writer Andrew McCarthy was discussing his latest book that comes out this week titled Walking with Sam. Subtitle, A Father, A Son, and 500 Miles Across Spain. A son, uh, Sam, who is his son, is now how old? 19? He's 21 now. He was 19 when we made the walk. Okay, so that was a five-week walk, 
and it was along a well-known pilgrimage path that's mostly in Spain called the Camino de Santiago. Uh, it was Andrew's wish to spend concentrated time with his son before Sam left the family and entered that world of adulthood. Speaking logistically, Andrew, how difficult is this walk? What kind of pre-planning does one have to do? Where did you stay? Where did you eat? You really have to do so little. I think people over-prepare. I know the first time I went, I bought a big pair of leather hiking boots. They cost me such pain and blisters, I threw them out after two weeks, and I walk in sneakers. And this trip, I just wore a pair of gay hiker shoes the whole way. And you really need so little. It's not like you're on the Appalachian Trail where you've got the whole world on your back and you have to provide for yourself. You're in society. You know, you're walking from village to village, town to town, and um, some large cities along the way. So you really need nothing. You know, I think so many people over-prepare or worry, and, you know, fear stops more people than anything from going. So when people say, what do I need? I say you need nothing except to buy a ticket and go. You can walk yourself into shape. You can walk at whatever pace you want. You can go as far or as short on any given day. It's your own itinerary, your own, as they say, walk your own Camino. You know, so you really need so little. I think and it is important. Places to stay. Let me just interrupt you. You have yeah. places to stay. You'll find the, the route began as an ancient Catholic pilgrimage route, and it still is, although most people I know, and myself included, didn't walk it for any religious reason, although it did become a spiritual experience, I think, for many of us. Um, but the church has set up um, sort of dormitories, um, albergues, they call them, along the way where people could stay in you know, bunk beds and things like that. And those still exist, and as do little pensions that you can find along the way. And that, that's what I stayed mostly in because I didn't really need sweaty pilgrims climbing all over me to get up to their upper bunk. So we stayed in cheap little family-run <laughs> pensiones, which also connects you to the local culture in a really nice way. So, you know, getting your needs met is never an issue. Food. Food. There's some delicious food and there's some not delicious food, you know, like anywhere. And if you're a non-foodie like me, you can always get pizza. But do you ever have like a 12-hour stretch where there's either accommodations or food? I mean, is there always something along the way? Well, there are stretches where it's a long haul, but I mean, you're at the end. I mean, these villages in the north sprung up simply because of the Camino and to serve the pilgrims that were walking the route. And uh, there are very few stretches where you're more than a few hours uh, without coming upon a, a village of some sort. And I think it's probably important to note there are several feeder routes that come into it. There isn't just one, you know, 30-day walk you need to take. You can do part of it. You can do half of it. You can come in from different directions. Maps are available online. Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. We walked the Camino Frances, which is sort of the main one, if there is such a thing. But there are several different routes um, coming through Portugal. There's one, and they all meet up, you know, and all eventually funnel into Santiago. But the one and that I walked both times was uh, the main one, the Camino Frances. And what do you find when you get to Santiago? It's such a wondrous and complicated feeling, because the goal of every pilgrim is to, is to the cathedral in the center of Santiago. And when you arrive, it's the giant square in front where people are always naturally congregating. And it's always filled with pilgrims arriving. And there's a sense of euphoria that you've made it, relief that you've made it, exhaustion, happiness. But there's also this real complicated melancholy that it's over. You know, this kind of precious time in a bottle is done and you're going to be thrust back out into the, the real world again. Uh, very quickly. But so it's a real complicated mixed feeling to uh, to arrive. Well, you certainly 
you certainly make it sound like something I would like to do with, with my children or grandchildren at this point. Andrew McCarthy's new book is called Walking with Sam, a father, a son, and 500 miles across Spain. As I mentioned, if you're in the New York City area this Wednesday night at 7, he'll be uh, talking about his book and I bet signing a few copies at Barnes & Noble's Union Square Store in Manhattan. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. Nine segments are now in the books. Just one more to go. And the Baltimore Museum of Art is where we're headed for this J-Block and we're sponsored by Ama Waterways River Cruises. And this family-owned company believes in touching every aspect of your river cruise experience. The level of service they provide is industry-leading and award-winning. You may have enjoyed ocean cruising in the past, but have you ever taken a luxury river cruise? Well, oceans take you to countries, as they say, but rivers take you through them to the very heart of where castles were built, kings and queens were crowned, and grand cities were born. Folks, you only unpack once. You get to explore each new destination you visit via a variety of included excursions. They're all offered for all activity levels, by the way. You can even immerse your taste buds in distinctive flavors of the region. They offer intimate, affordable, luxurious adventures. They're really unlike anything you're going to experience anywhere else. Check out AmaWaterways.com for all of their various itineraries and specials or rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right, let's head to Maryland and our friend at RM Rule Travel, local affiliate Talk Radio 680 WCBM have enjoyed their time at the Baltimore Museum of Art over the years, and in fact, they recommended it to us. No one knows a place like a local, and we invited their new director, Asma Naim, onto the show today for our latest museum gallery segment, off to area code 410 on that show hotline. Let's go. Well, it is nice to connect with you today, Asma. It's a pleasure to be with you, Robert. Appreciate it. All right, listen, opening nearly 110 years ago in 1914, the Baltimore Museum of Art really has amassed a significant amount of art over the years. Before we get into the specific exhibits that we wanted to talk about with you today, I'd like you to give everyone listening across the USA right now who maybe have not been there an idea of the size and the overall collection and a quick overview of the museum. Sure, sure. So we are the largest museum in the state of Maryland. We have nearly 99,000 works of art in our collection. We are an encyclopedic museum, so we span from the antiquities to contemporary. Our building is designed by the noted architect John Russell Pope, who also designed the National Gallery and the Jefferson Memorial. So it's a very Beaux-Arts neoclassical structure that has had some additions put on over the years. It's right across from a Frederick Law Olmsted Park. That name should ring a bell for those who are familiar with um, Olmsted's work at Central Park in New York City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are, I think, probably one of the leading collections of oceanic art, definitely in the top two. Um, we have an incredible collection of African art, um, minimalism in terms of contemporary art, as well as a decorative arts collection that spans arrows and geographies and histories that is of notable quality for the Mid-Atlantic region. And, of course, we have the Cone Collection, which is based on the incredible work and passions of two sisters, Clarabelle and Etta Cone, who grew up in Baltimore and became friends with Gertrude Stein in the early 1900s. And because of that relationship, 
began to see a lot of the most important art uh, being made um, of the high modernism period. Well, that, that is, think of all that. that Monet, you're, you're throwing Matisse. out there. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, let's get to this much anticipated exhibit celebrating 50 years of hip hop, which I think a lot sure. of people associate with music, but the influences on fashion, culture, and art are all explored in this exhibit, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. This has over 90 works of art. It's called The Culture. And it's looking at the intersection of hip-hop and contemporary art. And we're making several arguments that I think are pretty um, interesting and and have gotten excellent reviews. So I think we're doing a good job, Mary. The work span, um, contemporary art as we understand it, so painting, sculpture, installation, new media, video art. It also includes an incredible soundscape by some incredible musicians here in Baltimore. So you do not walk into a silent exhibition But also included in the exhibition are world-class designers who were influenced by hip-hop, such as the Louis Vuitton collection from 2019 by Virgil Abloh. We also have emerging artists who are experimenting with new kinds of materials. So you really see a vast range of things as you move through the exhibition. And I would say that it's a can't-miss, and I'm fortunate to say that we've gotten that um, shout out from several media outlets as well as one of the most important exhibitions. Well, I, we're happy to hear that. I mean, and clearly for fans of hip hop, you know, they're going to be familiar. This you know, should be familiar and fun. But for those maybe not as familiar with it, would you say it really it's a crash course in its role you know, that is played here in the U.S.? Yes. And it's I would say, Robert, it's not just the U.S. As we all know, hip hop is a global phenomenon. And really the thesis of our show is that many folks who may not necessarily know hip hop or like hip hop but love contemporary art, do not be surprised if you hadn't realized the influence of hip-hop in contemporary art as you move through the show. We say that what jazz did for modernism as as an art movement, hip-hop has done for contemporary art. You can't really understand contemporary art Unless you know hip hop. Well, I, I listen. Oh, that's We're very compelling. That yeah. <laughs> you know, I know last weekend there was a big concert down in Virginia Beach with Pharrell Williams, and I understand you've got a yep. very special hat that yeah. he wore in the Grammys <laughs> in 2024. So, folks, 2014. Have to, oh, 2014. I'm sorry, Mary. Uh, yeah, 20, you're, I'm, you're I'm traveling in time. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, but they can come see that as well, folks. Uh, you can go find out more, plan your own visit to go see the culture and all that is offered there with the 99,000 pieces and artifacts at artbma.org. Have a nice rest of the weekend, Osma. You too, Robert and Mary. It's it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It sounds great. Hope you have a nice weekend. All right, Mary, there we go. Nice to talk with Ozma, Baltimore Museum of Art, and all of our now 515 weekly affiliates airing the show across the USA. If you have a special destination or a special event happening in your area, reach out to our show team, let us know about it, or simply send us a message using the Contact Us tab at rmworldtravel.com. Until we're back with you live next Saturday, May 13th, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, that's a wrap for Hour 2 and today's edition of America's number one travel radio show. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.